Hi, and welcome to Irish Writers Podcast. Um, I think this is our 22nd episode. Um, I'm Kate, and I'm writing a fantasy fiction novel. And I'm here with... I'm Maura, and I'd like to say I'm writing something at the moment, but I'm mostly not. Emails, texts, uh, (laughs) 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 I have written a screenplay, and I'm working on some other fiction as well. And I'm Cathy, and I'm writing a rom-com novel, and uh, I'm starting to think about some short stories. Which, All right. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Um, so today we will talk about sense of place in writing. Um, so first off, what is sense of place? Uh, this is my definition of it. It's the degree a reader feels like they are in the world you are describing. Do you, either one of you have a definition? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what would you say sense of place is? Yeah, I kind of think it's... Um, well, I think it's like, do you know when you read, pick up a book and you're reading it and the book is set, like it's set in New York or mm-hmm. it's set in Dublin or mm-hmm. it's set in Texas mm-hmm. and you get that feel for whatever the city is. Like it, it's that city. It's not just a generic mm-hmm. city as opposed to the countryside. Yeah. or you know. So it's that kind of feeling that... There's something, whether it's place names, whether it's the temperature you describe, whether mm-hmm. it's something that makes it, it could only be that one particular yeah, place yeah. where it's set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Like, I think when you have place, so it's not, not every story has a strong sense of place, but some of them do, and yeah. some of them require it, and then you kind of like that notion that it couldn't be anywhere else. I mean, there's also, you can also have a strong sense of place in fantasy when mm-hmm. you're talking about places that don't exist. Right. Oh, sure. You're but like, it could be only like, that one world. Yeah, yeah. or like, like, like Oh, they Hobbiton do exist. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. totally exist. Um, so, like, yeah, in Hobbiton, you get a really strong sense of place because, you know, it's really well described mm-hmm. and it's very earthy and very grounded mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I, when, I, when you were saying sense of place, uh, one thing jumped out of my mind is Captain Corelli's Mandolin, which okay. is set on a Greek island. Yeah. And it's one of those books where you read it and you go, I want to go there. Mm-hmm. And I think they had boom in tourism after that was the oh, best time. Sure and I think, yeah, there's some books that really like that. You you feel like the place is really important. Mm-hmm. Like, um, where they have a very strong sense of place. It's the place is like a character or like, you know. Yeah, but I think some, some books and some stories, it has a strong sense of place, but the place is not necessarily a character. Do you know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. there, there's some yeah. novels in that. Right, where, it has to work with whatever, whatever yeah. story you're writing. So but I think sometimes it can be, you, you can clearly identify what place it is, mm-hmm. but it's a story that could have taken place Somewhere in else. any city. It just yeah. happens to be that this is a particular city it's taking place in, or yeah. countryside mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and I think other stories benefit from not having that strong sense of yeah. place. Yeah. So it's kind of it just gives that like timeless feel or mm-hmm. that universal feel that yeah. it's like it's a small town, could be a small town anywhere yeah. in the world, you know, yeah. and it explores themes that are relevant. And so right. you, you, you get the feeling of, yeah, it's a small town, but the actual town, very vague. So yeah. you have that like low sense of place. So I think sometimes I think it can be good to have a really strong sense of place. Other times I think it can be good not to. It depends yeah. On, yeah. on the story and the I point agree. of the story, yeah. I guess. Well, the, I mean, part of the reason why we read books is to be transported into this other world, right? Mm-hmm. Or this other time. Yeah. And so the sense of place or the writer's ability to create that kind of sets it apart, a book apart from the mediocre, I think. And I would disagree. 
Because I think sometimes people read books to explore ideas or to explore different setups or, do you know what I mean? So it's not that they want to go to a different Hmm. place, it's that they want to talk to different people. Do you know what I mean? So like, I can't think of an example. Let me think of an example. So like, um, um... Like like a Lord of the Rings thing where you're like mm-hmm. you just wanna you wanna you wanna speak to the elves, you wanna just you know, you wanna be in Rivendell, you wanna you know But you wanna be in Rivendell. Oh you don't wanna be yeah. in Rivendell, okay, so that's a bad example. <laughs> but um Well I think like the yeah. very minimum, right, is that your sense of place should be dealt with in a way that doesn't leave the reader going, What Wait, where where, where are we? What's yes. happening? Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. So the minimal like it doesn't necessarily have to be a strong part of your story. It can right. be because sometimes it depends who the story calls for it or not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like sometimes, like so. That example of Captain Carrie's man. Now I said Greek. Maybe it was an Italian island. Now I forgot. No, I think it's a Greek island. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of the story takes place in the Second World War, mm-hmm. and just having these confluence of German and Italian mm-hmm. soldiers and sort of you know produces the story, right? So mm-hmm. it had to be a Mediterranean place. It had to be an occupied country. It had to be, you know, yeah. Um, and those things. So the sense of place was one of the places that brought through the conflict mm-hmm. that pushed the yeah. story forward, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but then there is, like, obviously plenty of stories, like, as you mentioned, that it isn't, the place is not a driver. You yeah. Know? Right. But, yeah. but, I mean, yeah, it depends on the the story that is being written. Sometimes yeah. the place really is, like, oh, a character. Yes. And sometimes yeah, yeah. it's just that you want the reader to be able to see what what the character is seeing mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and kind of put yes. yourself in the yeah. character's yeah. shoes yeah. so that that's kind of what sense of place is yeah. Yeah. but anyway um, I have a question for you when you're for both of you when you're mm-hmm. travelling when you visit somewhere do you find a book that's about the place to read on your holidays like I just have known some other people who, who, who've no. done that and I tend not to do no, that no I don't do it no. But you know, like although do you know what? I did go on holidays once and once. That one particular holiday that I went on. And it was like one of these um live by the pool, mm. read a book sort yeah. of holidays, right? And we did nothing. Absolutely the most boring holiday ever not. Sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Some people love those people don't. Anyway, the one book that I did bring mm-hmm. um just always struck with me. And that I feel like I went on holidays to the book, right. not to the yeah, place. Yeah. Do you know that way? Yeah. So um what book was it? Uh, it was a book written by that comedian. Um, I always get them mixed up. Is it Boy George or is it uh, what's his name? Ben Elton. No, no, it's one of the Georges. I can never remember his name. Anyway, he wrote, yeah. writes books. He writes lots of books. Yeah. And um, yeah, I read one yeah, of them. That's good. I don't think it'll go as far as good. Okay. But it scarred me for life, to be honest. (laughs) But it was, I was like, I don't want to go down to the beach again because I'll have to read more to that book. But yet it was so Moorish that I had to make it. Yeah, I had to make it to the end. I was just like, yeah, no, it was awful. It was like about rent boys and prostitutes and all sorts of things. That sounds unpleasant. It was unpleasant. Maybe we should do another podcast. Things not to read on your holiday. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't normally do it. I read an awful lot on holidays and particularly when I go to France because I do nothing and mm-hmm. except read and one year I read Five Quarters of the Orange which is a really has a really strong sense of place it's Joanne mm. Harris who writes Chocolat oh, she, has, she yes. writes these books that yeah, are yeah. very French like very and particularly French countryside mm-hmm. and you know you could, like when 
like there's a little town near where we stay and we walked into it and we were like oh my god it's the town of Chocolat like yeah. that's exactly okay. what it is like okay. so she has a real strong sense Brilliant. of place even mm. though she's writing in a different language not writing in French yeah. writing in English um, and I was like it was quite interesting to read it and I had kind of avoided doing that before like I'd all, almost read it before or after a holiday rather than on a holiday I did I was in France when I read The Three Musketeers as well um, but that's just coincidence because I'm in France mostly when I'm reading books yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I go to France to read books and watch television yeah. um, but yeah like it is you, you kind of I don't know it's hard to distinguish then whether it's because both of those books would have strong sense of place anyway mm-hmm. um, but whether the sense of place felt stronger because I was in the country or mm-hmm. whether you know it can enhance it yeah, definitely because yeah. you can see it you yeah know, you're like oh those you're actually are, those there are nice. <laughs> physically yeah. <laughs> although um, I have an example of this do you remember Sex in the City so that was like New York and she was very much in New York and New York was like part of her story and all that sort of stuff and then if you compare that to Kinky Friedman that book Mm. we recently read also based in New York but New York is very much just a backdrop it's not part of that story but you definitely get a feel of his apartment yes you do Mm. but and so I feel like one of them propels the story forward Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean I think in Sex and City I think New York is a significant character in that whereas I think in Kiki Friedman it's just so you have that sense of place but it's um, not relevant to the plot it could could actually be anywhere could be anywhere yes yeah yeah so I think there's you know there's different levels of this yeah well I was reading an article on the NaNoWriMo site actually it's called Five Ways to Create a Sense of Place um so I, I'll I'll summarize the points, but we can talk about them as as mm-hmm, sure. I bring them up. Um, the first one is use of specific details. So that that means like the more specific you can be, the more the reader can actually picture the scene. Mm. So in the article, she goes to describe a forest scene. Like um, she gives an example of like what tri- types of trees are there? Um, are there any animals? Are you know, just these questions that can just help the writer to describe it better. You know, it's not mm. just like, oh, it's a forest. Yeah. There's some trees. But what kind of trees? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be more detailed in that. Um, yeah, I think that's something that um, I very much struggle with. Because I yeah. guess my story is based in Dublin, and I live in Dublin. And I feel like I walk by it without that. seeing it. I live in the dare. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> my, whole, my whole family will be like, no, you don't. You're a bugger in heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in soul and everything. I am a bugger. It's fine. I embrace it. Um, but yeah, so like, I, I struggle with that because the idea of a story that was like, I walked by an oak tree and then an ash and then like, you know, some some parkland and you know mm-hmm. I think if I actually started describing the stuff I walk by it's so boring because I live in the middle of the suburb and my, mm-hmm. my plot yeah. is in the middle of the suburb that I struggle to to make it interesting yet give it a sense of place mm-hmm. I just but even like the pavement that's you know the the walkways and how it's paved and how it's really poorly kept I mean that's Dublin it's not Kildare it's <laughs> Dublin yeah. but even there's like you know but like generally like if you're walking through Temple Bar and it's that cobblestones and it's yeah. like it's really distinctive and it's very different from the right. rest of the city and I'd have no problem describing that mm-hmm. because it's it's distinctive and it's interesting and, mm-hmm. and you know whereas describing um but I think uh, a Dublin um, suburb is probably not the same as a suburb anywhere else right 
So, so you need to say, like, definitely. you know, like, and even actually, like, when the houses were built in the suburb, like, 80s houses are different to 70s houses are different to 60s houses. But, like, other than, like, describing the facade or the size of the house... But you, like, even this maze, like, anyone who is, I I just, so we're used to seeing it, right? We live in it, we grew up in it, whatever, we used to see it. But anyone that um, I know that, like, has to come and visit, they go, oh my god, all of the houses are all the same. They look the same. How do you find your way around here? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I I went down the street, like, my cousin came to visit one time, she's like, I forgot your address, I know vaguely where it is. I kind of half remember the name of the street, the taxi driver didn't know it. I had, like, we drove to the yeah. area, we drove around the area, yeah. I was hoping I'd recognise something, everything's <laughs> exactly the same, uh, you know, like, yeah, those yeah, kind of, yeah. those kind of things I think we don't realise because we're in it all the time, but yeah. I think even saying, like, it's a suburb with red brick houses, with mm-hmm. little plots of grass mm-hmm. in between, with little greens in between, with paths where children play, but and, see, then you my know, problem is, would characters who see it all the time, really see it? Would they describe it? Would they Would they notice it? But it, if it's not first person, they don't have to. Right, true, true. Like, you're, you have this... Your narrator is different to your characters, so... There's, like, no narrator. You're really. s- that, mm-hmm. that one. Well, no, it is. Mm-hmm. You, well, the author no, voice, yes, the whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're, you're saying... It's definitely... Like, yes, you're doing, like, this, this, this setting. You're mm-hmm. talking about where they are. So those few, few like, lines at the start of uh, chapters say yes. are like you were you're like that you were saying before like the characters on the stage but the scene the backdrop isn't done the yeah. scenery isn't done those few lines are setting the scenery which is like if you're even if you're describing say well the estate we're in right now right mm-hmm. which is like built in the 70s pebble dash rows and rows and rows of houses that look exactly the same with little patches of grass in between them mm-hmm. you know yeah. like um it's but then I, I feel like if you're not familiar with what that looks like then you, that's what you have to describe Oh, uh, yes, no, I sorry. Like boxy so, style houses with big windows. Yeah. You know, like like everything is square. The 70s, 60s and 70s, everything, everything was square. Yeah. You know, so you're like uh, these square houses. So I would describe this house with square square house, pebbled at, enormous windows, cladding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you get inside it, it's like... freezing cold. Inside it's freezing. I've scraped my knees and elbows off that pebble dash so many I times know, over I the know. years. Yeah. I just, I just, mm, yeah, I struggle with it. I struggle. Go on. But uh, yeah, it might be a thing that you need to take a step back and, and do that. Like, do you ever paint? Have you ever painted? Is that? Uh, I have once drawn. See, when I'm not once drawn. <laughs> like yeah. painting is kind of observation, crap. you know? And you have mm-hmm. to, sometimes you have to look at something and go, where does the light fall? Where do the shadows fall? Where, where does, how do the colours change? And I, and you, you don't need to write that down. Yeah. But you may need to step back and go through that exercise yourself mm-hmm. where you ask yourself those questions and then pull out, well, what right. are the salient yeah. points? Right. And I guess I struggle with is, um, I, I, I'm able to do that. I'm able to like, describe right. things in detail. I used to do it like, as part of archaeology. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's making it interesting fiction that I, I, I struggle with that mm-hmm. jump. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I could describe something in immense detail very accurately, yeah. and somebody would be able to like draw it from the description. I just don't right. think it's interesting to read. No, but there's there's such a thing as too much information, yeah. TMI, yeah, in writing. Yeah, and it's that it's that, that detracts from. The it's actual do you know what? It's taking that big piece of those all that information mm. and distilling it down to three lines. Yeah, like. Take the most important things. Mm-hmm. Like I think, actually. Sorry, am I skipping ahead? ahead. There okay. might be okay. another. There's another article that. I read, but okay. um, 
But we can we can yeah, yeah. just leave that we, there. We park my problem. And park problem. <laughs> and not make it all about me. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the session after. <laughs> Before we're drinking. So, yeah. Okay. So the the second one, the second point was research. Mm-hmm. So they suggest the library or the internet can tell you what you need to know about a thing. Now. For one, you well looking at the internet, you can look at photos of whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're trying. Like, mm-hmm. um, I actually did some research um, when I was writing my sci-fi book, which is not published, by the way. <laughs> sitting not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, just to describe more, like forest and trees, and, and um, because I I was just like I don't know the name of that tree or mm-hmm. what these shrubs look like, so I just. I went on the internet and just looked at all these different kind of plants and um, described them and, and with different colors, not just green, but, mm-hmm. you know, like sage and mint. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't use mint in any of my science fiction. Yeah, but I was just trying <laughs> to Unless they're yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. drinking mint tea. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, so and I found that really helpful. I suppose you could use Street View. Um, and Street View. Yeah, because yeah, that kind of lets you walk down a road without having to you know, exactly. go to New York oh, or yeah. you know, go somewhere. I wonder would you have a different experience if you walked down your own road on Street View? <laughs> I've, I've done, done that. that. I've, I've done, done that, that too. Yeah, it's really sunny. <laughs> it's amazing. Those oh, people yeah. are all I taken you, in the good days. Google, I swear to God, they, I, I swear they were hired by Tourism Ireland. Because, like, <laughs> it's sunny, it's bright, it's not raining anywhere on yeah, Google. Yeah. 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 Never rains in Ireland, by the way. If anyone wants to come and visit, <laughs> it never rains. The Irish tourist board. <laughs> yeah. It never it's rains. It's not cold yeah. in summer here. Oh, either. that's tough. That's tough. Um, moving on to point three was don't forget all the senses. I thought this was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, places are also defined by their smells, the sounds, and the lighting. Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it humid? Is it dry? Um, yeah, what, like, yeah, and I guess the other you, senses really Because yeah. mm, actually, you know, what springs to mind straight away is that the suburbs don't smell. They do. I don't think they do. Then they smell. Well, I think on, the trees. But in um, terms of the city, like I think the city smells. Oh yeah, the city's really. And stinky. I think when you get out to the suburbs, you get like that, you know, that sterile. But they smell of the trees of... and the plants. Right, right. I was walking somewhere the other day, and I was like, something allergic, something allergic, <laughs> something <laughs> allergic, and it must. I think it was the bush, and I was just like, um, I, this is obviously not. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I so I think that they do. But you see, you're used to it, right? And that's why I think like that it's really hard to do that for an area that is. Yeah. I mean, I think you do need to know somewhere. Like, to, I, I think it's really hard to evoke a sense of place to something that's really, like, that you only have seen on Google exactly. Maps. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, it is, it is a, like, an exercise. So I just remember it from painting, where you really have to take a step back and try and look at something. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can't kind of, like, do it with your daily life because you don't pay attention to those things they are background to your mm-hmm. daily life yeah but if someone like when you go somewhere else so i had a i went to america for a phd that i didn't finish i didn't stay there long, very long but i smelled wrong to me america smells wrong okay. and like it's and every time i've been in america i'm like it smells wrong i don't know why okay and i don't even have a strong sense of smell okay so i'm in places and i'm like it's not just about rubbish but yeah. that's one thing 
it's also about the trees that are there, the plants that are there, the mm. people that are the food that's cooked, the mm. you know. Yeah. I'm sure the stench of potatoes is out of every home in Ireland. Oh, yeah. just the background does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like and I actually found in that this the NaNoWriMo thing I was doing I was really trying to make it very sensory because that's mm-hmm. and that was really hard like I was like well what would it smell like what would the what would what would if you didn't know what tilled soil was what would tilled soil feel like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. crumbly oh, nice. and, yeah. you know like yeah. and it might you know what would it do in your hands and what yeah. would wet soil do and what would sticks to you yeah and like you know so <laughs> it makes it it's one of those things where you're like you're kind of like you're, you're thinking <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. And, and it's thinking differently and you actually have to, and it, and it might be that you write a line out of it and it takes you like an hour to go, what would, like, what is it that I smell yeah. when I walk out my front door, right. you know? Well, I'm, I'm doing this in my rewriting, um, actually just yesterday I worked on, on rewriting and just food and eating food and uh, one of the characters is in a completely different kind of culture than his own and he actually he's he's quite hungry and he's watching this other guy eat and has his plate of food in front of him and it looks good and it kind of smells good and mm-hmm. and um, yeah and just that whole you know what it, the reaction that you ha- he has yeah um, yeah and where his eyes kind of go and the other guy notices that yeah. and then uh, yeah so it's just. In another scene of they're actually eating. Mm. Yeah. Um, Have you ever done the mindfulness thing with the raisin? No. Yeah. So if you've done a mindfulness course or whatever, like one okay. of the things is mindful eating, and they give you like a raisin, and mm-hmm. it's you're supposed to like basically take twenty minutes to eat the raisin. Okay. Twenty minutes. No, to eat the raisin. <laughs> but it's not like you're not nibbling it slowly for twenty minutes. It's not, mm. and it actually probably doesn't take twenty minutes. It probably takes like three minutes. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. but what you do is you have a good look at it, see what mm-hmm. colors there are in it, like yeah. you, like how it feels, what the texture rolled around in your hand. <laughs> you see, these are the kind of exercises though. Yeah, and you I spend, yeah. like no. And you spend a lot of time thinking about oh. the raisin, mm-hmm. and then you eat it, and you talk about the experience. The, this like it's so it's something so normal and yeah. it's like how to look at it differently right. and the or thing that strikes you like it smells the same way as it tastes which is a really funny thing because obviously they're two different senses mm-hmm. and factually I know that those are the, or or sometimes they smell sweeter than they are mm-hmm. like strawberries smell really sweet yeah. but they're often quite bitter mm-hmm. or coffee you know, tastes different than it smells oh coffee yeah. smells yummy but sometimes it tastes really yummy so like yeah. that that thing though right it's it's quite useful. It's it's the same exercise as figuring out how what things actually look like, mm-hmm. what they you know you know, you just may I, I need some actually, contemplation. Yeah. I I just don't have enough time for that. <laughs> There's well, always like, time, Kelly. Yeah, There's move, always yeah. time. <laughs> but I think when you learn to do it you do you'll do it faster. I like it was yes, really this the, is it. the, the NaNoWriMo thing was really useful for me now again because I because I was doing the single character first person and it, there's no talking there's no there's just thinking and yeah. feeling and yeah. then like and everything I, I'm trying to I was trying to write it so that it's alien like to the mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, and the world has changed and it's it, he doesn't like it he doesn't like the world it's in it mm-hmm. doesn't like him mm-hmm. you know and it is it's all about and I, I definitely need to do more work on that but yeah, it is yeah. like I spend an awful lot of time for all I wrote an awful lot in that short space of time mm, sure. a lot of time was me going what would How mud would I... feel like? What if the sun burned you? What if, like, you know, like, what does the yeah. wind feel like when you're wet? What, like... I think, yeah, you, it's really important to ask those questions. Yeah. When you're trying to describe, yeah. like, the sense of place 
Um, but I a lot of times we don't know what kind of, what questions to ask. Mm. Maybe I think to be honest, I think maybe it's about what is it that makes this place this place and not any other place. Yeah, I think they're the kind of things that you need to get to. Yeah, do you know? Mm-hmm. So like you know, suburb is a suburb is a suburb. But what makes the ones in Dublin different from the ones in Galway, different from the ones sure. in England, different from the ones in Spain, different yeah. from the ones They're in... They're definitely different from the ones in America in that they have footpaths. You don't have footpaths? There's a phenomenon most, in America most, where they're building new do. suburbs without footpaths. Why? The idea is that you drive up to your house and you drive everywhere and you never walk anywhere. And it produces suburbs where people don't... Kids Actually, don't play outside. Yeah, people that's don't strange. People don't walk their babies. And My parents' neighborhood is not like that. There's a footpath. Yeah, right that's what right defeats the point of being in a suburb. Yeah. The whole point of being in a suburb is your kids can go out and play. Yeah. So, but people are kids are crazy. here anymore. Well, they do on our road. Like they're they're always they don't here. I mean, we're out in the road, but Jesus, I can't wait till Ruben's old enough to ship them outside. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think maybe in Dublin they're not. They're not here. Like they do something to play in the green, but not the way we did. There's too many cars on the roads. Mm-hmm. Like there was. So I'm. We're sort of partially in a cul-de-sac. We're almost at the end of the road here. Yeah. And then um, this is my parents' house, by the way. And um, um. There was because there's only a few houses left to the end of the road. Um, there were all very few cars. We used to play tennis on the yeah, road, play yeah, football yeah. on the yeah. road. You can't do it now. There's yeah, so there's many so cars. Many, yeah. yeah, there's Actually, so many cars. Joe, we noticed you can't play um, like rounders anymore. Or you can't play because it, all the the concrete is all even. There's mm-hmm. no like we used to have really crap old squares of concrete. Oh. That's how we used to lay concrete. Yeah, so you used to be able to play squares. You used mm-hmm. to be able to play like all sorts of games based on the crappy squares. Mm-hmm. And you used to get a big square and a small square. So none of them were the same shape. Not all those games gone, gone, poof, because yeah. technology or you know infrastructure. But I mean, that's what I see here like the children aren't outside, and they're, uh, they're, they're always out in our roads. Actually, do you know what? I, I tell a lie. I see them running around and I see them playing, but I do see them going to each other's houses as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I do, I do. And I think we did as well. Mm-hmm. We were mostly out the road. In the summertime. <laughs> well, you know, there's a big field the across the road as well, yeah, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, sorry. So, we, we diverged. Moving on. Okay, so number four is do not over-describe. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were saying. Like, pick yeah. your details. Yeah. Don't describe everything. Yeah. I mean, you can do, like, you can do the exercises where you're just, it gets you to be thinking about, like, your other senses and other... Uh, like yeah, the raisin, the raisin mm. example. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to describe everything; just the important details. Like, mm. um, I think that was something that matter that, most. Which yeah. you were saying, you were just saying, and that should be enough. Yeah, that was like to um, create that sense. American Psycho. He he over described everything. So oh. he described the, the shirt, the tie, the when, yeah. gas as well. Yeah, he like, Shut up! Everything. I don't care. Yeah, but yeah. It, I think it's part of his writing style. Yeah, yeah, and you know. Well, I think it suited that story. I don't it think suited it suited other story. stories. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think it's one of those things. I think for your up. story, it's just a couple of lines. That's all. Mm-hmm. I think here and there, it's a couple mm-hmm. of lines. This yeah. next one might be okay. your up right up your alley. Number five is describe through action. Mm. So you can space out the description via the action instead of bunching it all into one paragraph. You describe it as the the character. Moves, you I know, think that would slow down your action. But I do you know, no. I'm thinking about what you did very well, which is inside the pub, right? Yeah. You describe there's two instances that stick out in my head, and when mm-hmm. you, they're first in the pub, and then the bit where the alpha is behind the counter that cracks oh, me up, yeah. right? <laughs> But you were there's a real sense of that pub the dark, the dank, the you know, mm-hmm. the alpha is the you know, you know yeah, um, it, and I think like. 
that has a real sense of place and mm-hmm. some of that is in the activity that's going on and, right. in, and I think it's mostly description to activity yeah but I like that's really good but mm-hmm. I think that it might be the bit outside that people don't understand like the walk before you walk into the pub mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I you know I suspect that you wrote that very well because you're not always in those type of pubs. So right. when you go in, you yes. have this like sense of what an old man pub smells like, what it mm-hmm. looks like, what yeah. it, and because it's alien, so it's yeah. it's up in your head. Like, right, yeah, right, like right, it, was, yeah. it was a gastro pub now. <laughs> I don't know. Totally, it's totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone stops and looks at you because oh, you're yes. under age, yeah, whatever, fifty or sixty, and you're not drinking a half pint glass. Yeah, yeah, you're the cheek to go to the bar yourself. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you, it's something you can yeah. try. Like I think, I think describing through action, I would fear it would slow down the action. So that is the only caveat I would have about that. Mm. So, like, I understand somebody's running down the road. He runs past a load of houses. Fine. But if it's fast action, sure. Know. But if it's like, for example, like you're walking into the pub, and so, so uh, and so, the character is like looking around and they yeah. go to sit underneath the crooked yeah. Guinness right. sign or no, what do you know, dark this dark corner, corner the one with the wobbly table with the wobbly okay. yeah <laughs> okay okay oh I understand I understand so sorry I was thinking just, action as in you know no, running no, no. or moving like, ah okay just, just, just action it's not as a in the separate description the movement sure like, yeah, I, yeah. there's okay. some waters to do and I, I know that there's some waters to do this because I skip it where the first mm-hmm. paragraph of every chapter is a description yes and I even as a child used to skip those skim like don't care Um, and I think that's why I think I I just like too Mm -hmm. much particularly at the start I think Mm -hmm. I think it should be through yeah you know you can see I'm gonna do I don't do this enough and I think I'm yeah tomorrow Mm -hmm. I hope to do some work um, you, you. look at me I look smart today too Um, yeah so I'm gonna try to do it next time I mm-hmm. edit. Okay. But anyway, there's another article that I was reading, and this is on the Writer's Workshop website, and it's called Creating a Sense of Place in Fiction. And these, I want to get your opinion on as well, or just to see what you think of these. Um, they have five as well. Mm-hmm. And so they say, number one was, is don't leave the reader placeless. Have you, like, we've all read stuff yeah. that you're just like, wait, where, uh, I'm lost, okay. But I think, mm, I think if your place doesn't matter. Oh, uh, you, know, you shouldn't be placed no. less though. Like, yeah. Because it's like, okay, it's like the, one of the Christmas I got of my early draft of this screenplay that went into competition, where he said, what does the company do? I know it's not important. I know you're trying to give a sense of this could be any company, but, but it it's actually very distracting. Very, yes. Just tell us what they do and move on. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, and they say here, tell the reader where they are in a paragraph close to the start of any new scene. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they say, remember <laughs> to remind the reader where they are. Keep jogging their memory. Like, it doesn't have to be a long paragraph, but just a, like, a nudge. Like, remember but I'm like, we're in this But I'm like, scene. walks into office. Yeah. Um, so, like, once you're in an office, is that enough? Or do you have no. to be, like... I think... You go past the filing cabinets, yeah. to the cubicles, yeah. to the little offices. You kind of have to remind them that they're but, in this... But I'm like, once you're in... Everybody knows what an office looks like. But not people who don't work in offices. But from watching telly, from seeing movies, everybody knows what an office looks like. 
Unless they know. live in a place where technology doesn't exist. I don't, I've worked in office for years, years, so... But, it, it's but like, not everyone does. Yeah, yeah, it helps kind of... Yeah, like when you're creating that sense of place, you're like, oh yeah, this is the office, and it, it just kind of re reignites that kind of picture in your mind of mm-hmm. where this conversation is happening or where the action is happening. Like it might be, kind of for B, if you're in an office, right, you might have to talk more furtively mm-hmm. yeah. you have to look like you're working you know like in like you know the corner where you're not spied or yeah. you don't want you know it's not that you have to kind of go you're in an office and remember we're in an office <laughs> and have yeah. this conversation in an office how yeah. do you find the office yeah. we're in an office we're yeah. definitely yeah. in an yeah. office but yeah. it should like it's like um, I just find it distracting I'm just like uh, but if well, it's really small like yeah, uh, yeah it just it's like the slight nudges Okay, so the second one they have here is the reader doesn't care about facts. Okay. So the reader wants atmosphere, that means the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so pick out an aspect of the place that you want to emphasize. So they give an example of like describing a bar. <laughs> it was 28 um, feet long and blah, 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 blah. You yeah. know, things like that are just... They don't You're not doing the architecture. You know, it's like facts yeah, exactly. Yeah, are yeah. Boring and yeah. you don't need to know. Yeah. Um, so unless the fact that the bar is twenty eight whatever yeah. feet long is important yeah, to the story. How long the bar is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it comes into play somewhere else in the story. Yeah. Then I don't care. Okay. Yeah, just describe it as being a short bar or a long bar, or yeah, or not even, or don't even yeah, describe yeah, the bar. I mean, yeah, yeah, describe yeah, things that yeah. are pertinent okay. to the, no, the most important things, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, and the okay, so moving on to the mm-hmm. third. I don't mm-hmm. know if you had any comments on that. Mm-hmm. No, no, I agree. No, I agree too. <laughs> um, okay, the third is the reader has a nose, mouth, finger, ears. So that's the senses. That's the senses. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of the same. Yeah. As the other article was saying, and a tongue, and yeah, a tongue. I, yeah, I think unless you're, unless you're tasting something, but well, your yeah. mouth might water if you smell something. But yeah, see, like, or you might water because you're gonna puke. Yeah, or yeah. you know, or because you keep licking people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stop, licking things. <laughs> stop licking things. Stop licking things. Yeah, okay. The bar tasted a bit icky. <laughs> stop licking the bar. No, tasted I just like, feel like that was like really salt and beer. Like I or you can like see <laughs> or you can smell but I'm, I'm struggling with I think it's very distracting to be like in some scenes the hair taste of your sense of taste <laughs> like um, I, like we were talking about I, George R. R. Martin yes, his ability to, to, to describe, describe food, food yeah and this is some of my favorite things I'm like oh cool because you're in the world and you're like oh yeah they're eating all this <laughs> I'm really hungry and now I'm really hungry and wow that sounds amazing and I actually went out and bought a cookbook of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> and I love every single recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, he's very good cultures. at that. Yes, yes like, but I think it's yeah. like that whole. Um, he's writing fantasy, so he's like. But yes. No, well, for example, right? Like when they went beyond the wall and it was super, super cold. I had to turn on the heating. they <laughs> like really like it's kind of freezing. It's so said, cold. Yeah. And you're like, why? Well, I, I want to be back in um, <laughs> the southern lands. Yeah, but it was like it was just. 
his description was so good. And like, no, I wouldn't. And even... it wasn't over descri- no, descriptive, no. but it was just enough that you're. And he, you like, got... he is a real plot driver. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, but his, there are moments where, where the scenery and the sense of place is so important. It is, yeah. You yeah. know, and he takes the time to do that. And I, I just remember feeling cold when reading right. about this biting cold that right. was worse than any cold. And I had to get up and turn on the heating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even describing a meal, like an Irish meal. Really like that give foam a on sen- top of the Irish stew. Sense of <laughs> God. Oh, gosh. Who would have about people coddle? No. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely put you in Dublin. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even that, you know. T- yeah. It totally gives sense. I know, but it's just, it, there's not that many meals in my, <laughs> in my book. It's not required. No, it's, it's not, not required. It's really not. So what about they're having a packet of sandwiches? You yeah, know what I mean? Like they pull up their Tesco's and they open it like, there's nothing there to describe. It tastes like cardboard, you know. Yeah. I just no. You're I, missing an opportunity because stale bread is gross, and you could really describe that. Anyway. Yeah, I just oh yeah. I don't have the like space that Martin has in his books. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not saying you should follow Martin, but I just think that <laughs> no, um, no, you don't have to be. There's that. definitely some things that you can do mm-hmm. that can really give that mm-hmm. sense of like being there mm-hmm. and experiencing. Yeah, yeah, experiencing what they're the characters. Yeah. Okay, okay. So the fourth <laughs> one is make. The place and the action work together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means like your character brings one mood into a scene, and then the actual place where the action unfolds brings another. Mm-hmm. So describe that to me. Um. So. So is that like running through a church or something like that? So it the could church be is quiet like the guy is um, this couple is in this field of flowers, and he's about to he's proposing, and then it starts raining. Okay. Or there's um, a motorway like close by, and there's uh-huh. like, honey, and like all these like, 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 like <laughs> Okay, okay. You know, because okay, the, the okay. actual place, yeah, yeah. does the affect the okay. mood that that is okay. is the character. It kind of contrasts with, or it can complement or contrast, or just it brings about something. More. More. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's that's the... And then, okay, so number five, think about your nouns. Uh-huh. So they say, okay, bad description will typically use boring nouns. Table, chair, window, floor. Okay. All things that I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I use those words because... You know what a table looks like. You know what a table looks like. Move on. Yeah, but then they say there's like a there's a um, a a two point oh, which is like putting an adjective in front of that. So the grimy table or the the slick, smooth table. The enamel the broken table. the broken the kitchen wobbly table. chair. No, what? The wobbly chair. If you think chair. about it, like, is your kitchen table a wooden table? Is it a formica table? Is Why it does it matter? Because it totally gives you it's say one for less you, words. You know, from your Move story, on. right? Like, if you say they're at the kitchen table, but if the kitchen table is a solid wooden table, they're well to do. If the kitchen it's table a is a formica table. table, it's kind of from the seventies. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. But I want you to know that from the characters. But it and brings. How they... it's, it's not that you don't know that from the characters. It reinforces. Yeah. So, so from it's the just a, it, it makes it come more vivid. But anyway, one up from that. Even mm-hmm. they say it's better off picking interesting nouns to begin with. 
And they give this example, wallpaper, sheen, parchment, sawdust. So you'll use fewer adjectives to jazz things up. So you, in whatever, like, okay, wallpaper but a table. is not a replacement for table. <laughs> <laughs> what what would you of... replace table with? Well, you could say desk, because that way you know you're in an office. Okay, but it's a desk. Yeah, so it kind of places you. But I think other than kitchen table, there's no other four-legged with a board that sits in the middle yeah, of the kitchen no, I mean, that is a table. Yeah. It has to be a table. It's a table. Right. And I think if you start messing with that, it becomes distracting for the reader. They're like... Yeah, but I think on. like there is... I, yeah, I think though... Stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, think I think you're really good at moving much. on. Right? I think you are. I think like and other people wouldn't be so good at moving on, but you're quite good at moving on, and you just maybe need to stop and do a bit more description every so often. Yeah, and and I and I agree, and that's one of the big feedbacks that I got. But mm-hmm. what I'm struggling with is what to describe. Yeah, and so maybe how to make it different. What, maybe mm, I guess. Do you yeah. know what? Let me let me finesse that a little bit more. What I'm struggling with is, do I describe what I see, which is fine, and you'll get that sense of place, but it's not that interesting to read, or do you add in descriptions that don't really describe what you see, but describe what you feel by it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. somebody describes like a semi-detached house that has a garden in the front, a garden in the back, and a side entrance. Okay, yeah. you know exactly what that looks like now. Yeah. But if somebody says it was like you know, the sort of home that raised families or it was like a, a starter home that so many couldn't afford now or, you know, like it says yeah. more about the house yeah. than what... Yeah. You, you, you've no idea what it looks like right. but you know what it means to that person. Yeah. So this is what I'm struggling with. I'm well, like, I think you can do I would either. do both. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, that's not an answer. <laughs> Reject it. <laughs> but, you know, you can say, like, we came to this semi-detached house of family home which looked like the family had fallen on hard times and that's both what it looks like and And the feeling of it and the Mm -hmm. story of it you can mix those two that would be a real way of making it interesting yeah like so mine's not a real place so (laughs) I just have to describe what I'm seeing in my mind so there's one um one of the towns has ruins kind of interspersed and it's this old other old culture that they actually conquered okay. and so they're all gone mm-hmm. and describing the building and the feeling of the building it's like crumbling and there's this archway and it's like this screaming it looks like kind of grotesque okay. building okay um of like when they came and they they forced people out like so there's that feeling in there but also describing the actual what you're seeing yeah like your museum being the caged animal yeah Yeah. but and the criticism was nobody had any idea what the museum looked like but I think you you can add a half line where you say it looks like this because it's a a great building it's 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 an 18th century (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, like stone. Yeah, I just, mm, I, I'm fighting with it. I think you need to hang around with some tourists. I think I do. Actually, I think I do. Who are like, because yeah. sometimes they come and they're like, oh my god, all the buildings are so old. And you're like, oh them, yeah, they're always around. 
you know yeah, or like yeah. I worked in an office in that building and it's dreadful yeah, you know yeah. like the heating doesn't work there is no yeah. air con yeah. you know you have to yeah. open a window you know, the stairs aren't even yeah, you yeah, know yeah. but like there's no lift I think if yeah. you're if you're an outsider <laughs> like you're not because you're saying this is it I think Dublin I'm is inside it's a distinctive to, city it is yes I know and I acknowledge that but the problem is is I'm trying to write the book as a Dubliner in Dublin mm-hmm. and I want it to feel like yeah. a Dubliner's Dublin I don't want it to feel like a tourist Dublin well I think the problem is that you're not I don't a Dubliner think it you're wouldn't. from Kildare and that's why <laughs> that's the fundamental issue <laughs> it, no, it is I it down is. It if you'd just been born in Dublin <laughs> it would have been I was born in Dublin it's just that they've shipped me out of Europe <laughs> <laughs> well, alright yeah so that's yeah that's a struggle well thanks for joining us um, you can look at our website at irishwriterspodcast.com or visit our Twitter Twitter account irishwriterspod or irishwriterspod Facebook and Facebook at irishwriters if you just search irishwriterspodcast just irishwriterspodcast and we have gmail at irishwriterspodcast gmail.com gmail.com thanks guys thanks Thanks. bye 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 bye